Audience retention is literally, without a molecule of exaggeration, the most important metric for getting your content views, which means more Monet, bigger brand awareness, bigger online presence. And I know not enough of us think about it. I'm going to share with you what I have learned. You're going to avoid all the mistakes that I've made, plus a ton of other people, experts, how to increase your audience retention in this audience retention masterclass. Don't go anywhere. We're going to get into it right now. Let's do this. What would happen if I took a chance? It's always hard at first glance. I don't want to, but I know I got to do it. The truth is hard to swallow. I think I'll chew it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Creator Economy Podcast Show. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day as we are recording this. Uh, podcast listeners, replay viewers, um, it's so great to have you with us. You're probably listening or watching this after the fact. Welcome. I've got some juicy, juicy tips and strategies for all of us on how we can increase the number one metric. Okay, most people think... It's clicks and thumbnails and subscribers and followers. Listen to this interview clip with Mr. Beast, okay? Listen to this interview clip with Mr. Beast right here. I want you to listen to this right now. Listen to this. If I can get it up. Here we go. Right here. Listen to this right now. Huge. A lot of creators kind of don't really think, don't introspect. Mm -hmm. Like... They kind of want to keep getting more and more subscribers kind of thing. Um, yeah. But subscribers is just a vanity metric. You know, it doesn't, subscribers don't correlate to views. Sure. Or views. What? Yeah, I know. But that's more, that wasn't directed to you. That was more directed to people listening because uh, a lot of people do really care about subscribers or even followers like on TikTok. But if you look like your view if on YouTube, very, very few percent, if even a percent of your views come from the sub feed. Right, they're almost all home feed or suggested. What's the last time you clicked on your sub feed to watch a video? Oh, almost never. Yeah, yeah, Dang. maybe five years ago. It used to be a thing. It's not anymore. No one does. Um, and it's getting harder and harder to find. I, I subscribe to way too many channels. I think. Yeah, it's, that's what everyone does. And you subscribe to ten channels, they're great. But two years later, your taste evolves, and it's like it's a mess. And so, um, this, subscribers don't really matter. Followers on TikTok don't really matter. Um, so, anyways. It, it really, they really are the definition of a vanity metric. And but what about views? They do obviously because if people are showing up time and time again, that's what matters. Okay, so that did you guys hear that? Did you guys hear that? If people show up time and time again, that is what matters. Let me tell you something. The biggest thing that I learned, the biggest mistake that I learned. Hey, good to see you, Sweeney. Good to see you, Nano. Please tap that thumbs up and share this out. The biggest thing that I've learned as a content creator, having done this for eight plus years, running multiple channels, multiple brands, over 60 million views and counting across multiple entities, it's everything. Watch time, average view duration, audience retention, it's literally everything. Not only is it important for you as a content creator, a business owner, a real estate agent, a plumbing business, an auto restoration business, a fitness channel, whatever your, your niche is, finance, whatever. Not only is it important for you to keep people retained and keep people on your channel for your own purposes, for your own business purposes, for your own monetization purposes, but it's the number one metric that the algorithm 
cares about. Okay. Every platform, every platform, I don't care if it's YouTube. I don't care if it's TikTok. I don't care if it's Twitter. I don't care if it's Facebook, LinkedIn, etc. Every platform wants one thing and one thing only. They want users to stay on the platform. They want audience retention. Okay. Why? Because the more people stay on the platform, the more ads they're able to show them. And that's how the business model works primarily, predominantly. Okay. YouTube doesn't have physical products. Okay. Facebook doesn't have physical. Well, they had the portal, but it's terrible. LinkedIn doesn't have, TikTok doesn't have physical products. They sell advertising. That's how they make money. So it's UGC, user generated content. So we as content creators, if we actually retain our viewers, if we understand the psychology of how to retain viewers, how to retain listeners, how to, this, this applies to all content, by the way, not just video content, even though I'm primarily a live stream video content creator, short form content creator. Um, this applies to you bloggers, uh, podcasters, uh, uh, writers, uh, uh, audio, uh, um, you know, it doesn't matter what medium this applies to everybody. Okay. The more you retain, the more these algorithms will push your content out there. The more they push your content out there and put them in front. You heard what Mr. Beast just said. It's all about suggested and recommended the TikTok, the TikTokification. <laughs> that's a tough word. The TikTokification of these platforms is already in full-fledged mode, okay? Everybody's trying to have a For You page. Twitter just opened a For You page, okay? The YouTube recommendations, 75 to 80% of all the views on YouTube come from recommended content. You heard what Mr. B said. Hardly anybody checks their subscribers uh, uh, when they go on YouTube, checks their subscribe, uh, subscription feed. Nobody does. I don't. I open up YouTube when I want to watch YouTube, when I want to watch TikTok, when I want to watch Instagram. Instagram made this announcement too. It's all recommended. So how do you get your content recommended? The number one metric is watch time, average view duration, average percentage viewed. For those of you who don't want to under, really, what does that even mean? It just means keeping them on the platform longer. The more you're able to keep your viewer, your listener, your reader on the platform longer, the more your content gets suggested to the millions and billions of people on these platforms, which means more money, more monetization uh, 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 options, ability to reach your customers, ability to reach your clients, ability to actually live the life that you want, sustaining yourself, doing what you love. That's what it's all about. It's all about that. So that's what Mr. B said. So I'm going to start with a really juicy, very, very juicy tactical. I'm not just going to give you broad things like be yourself and make sure you think about this and think about, you know, always trying to be unique. I'm not going to just give you generalities. I'm going to give you tight, specific, concrete mistakes that I've made over the past 10 years, concrete strategies that you can implement to increase your audience retention. This is an audience retention masterclass. Like I said before, it's the number one metric. Hey, how you doing, Nanu? Good to see you. Good to see AL in the house, Vasu in the house. Please tap that thumbs up and share this out. I would greatly appreciate it. Replay viewers, podcast listeners, welcome to another episode of the Creator Economy Podcast Show. This is a show, this is a channel where we help you monetize your skills, experience, and creativity in the creator economy, it's never been a better time to be alive. It's never been a better time to earn passive income, multiple income streams 
with your content, whether it's podcasting, whether it's video, whether it's short form, whether it's written, blogging, LinkedIn articles, et cetera, et cetera. Content is king. If you want to actually do this and you want to actually sustain yourself and you want to actually quit your nine to five and maybe even do this full time or increase leads, customers, clients for your service business, for your brick and mortar business, for any business period in today's era, you need to understand how to retain viewers, listeners, and readers. It's all about audience retention. And I'm going to give you the juiciest. It's a dessert first. Here comes the dessert. By the way, we also do questions as well. So if you have any questions, replay viewers, podcast listeners, stick around because I guarantee you, you're going to get questions, answers to questions you didn't even know you had because we have an amazing online community. It's Nez Nation Live. This is the best community on planet Earth. Our Nez Nation is phenomenal. You don't just get me. You get content creators, podcasters, live streamers, business owners, professionals, executives in every niche, every field you can imagine. This is the best show on planet Earth on how to understand what's happening in the real world, what's happening in the online ecosystem. This is the only place you got to be. Okay, here's the who's ready for the first juicy, awesome Tip and mistake, and I guarantee you, you're not going to get this tip anywhere else. Give me a hashtag me in the comments right now if you're ready for that. Yes, Anthony, it's so good to see you. Content is king. You know what I just did? Nano was there. You know what I just did? Um, I actually, you're going to laugh at this. Oh, hi, Mama Lock. Mama Lock is in the house. I love Mama Lock. Tell Mama Lock I love her. She's fantastic. Um. I was just on Clubhouse for the first time. Our, our awesome uh, content creator friend, La Diosa, is in the house. Good to see you, La Diosa. Please share this out. Tap that thumbs up. I'd really appreciate it. Um, Angie pinged me into a Clubhouse room. I haven't been on Clubhouse in probably three years, if not more, or at least since when it started. I don't know when it began. Um, uh, and I'm one of the OGs of Clubhouse. Um, but it was so much fun to meet with Angie and meet with Colin and all these great people and see Nano up there. And, and, and it was just awesome. It was fantastic. I miss you guys on Clubhouse. Um, I'm trying to think about incorporating Twitter spaces into my concrete strategy because I truly believe Twitter spaces is going to usurp Clubhouse. Um, and I just really like Twitter spaces. I like the feel, I like the vibe. I like, um, the whole kind of ecosystem over there, but that was so much fun. I was on clubhouse earlier this morning. Okay. First juicy detail on how you can get better audience retention for your videos. But this also relates to your blogs, to your video podcast, to your audio podcast, to your talk show, to your interview show. I'm going to give you the juicy, juiciest and best one that I learned the hard way. How many of you, when you end your content, okay, when you're at the actual ending of your content, whether it's a video or whatever, hey, think, how many people have seen this before? How many people have done this before? I know I've done this before. So that's all I got, guys. Thank you so much for watching. I'll see you next time. See you later. How many people have done that? Let me know in the comments. I'm telling you right now. The worst mistake that I made that absolutely obliterates audience retention is letting the viewer, letting the reader, letting the uh, uh, listener know that the show is over. Don't ever imply that the show is even close to being over. As soon as you do that, 
you're going to see, we're going to talk about retention graphs too, and how to look at your analytics and why that's super, super important and where to see where the drop-off is. But in my analytics, I'm telling you right now, the biggest drop-off, which is a huge mistake, because I'm going to talk about the absolute secret to audience retention and getting your content pushed out to more people, the absolute essentiality to this concept of keeping them watching, keeping them listening, keeping them reading, it's everything for the algorithm. The algorithm wants that one thing more than anything, okay? I'm going to talk about what that key is after I talk about this. Do not ever imply that your content is about to end. Don't ever say, thank you so much for watching. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for being here. That's the end of the video. See you later. If you want to increase retention, if you want to keep them on the platform longer, keep them on your content longer, which gives you more Monet, which actually increases your brand awareness, increases your channel strength and growth, et cetera, your content business, et cetera. Never, ever end any piece of content with thank you, see you later. You want to end with meaning, end with intention. You want to redirect them to another piece of content that relates to the content they were just watching, listening, or viewing. Huge, huge. Because I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, Good job, AL. Fantastic. Sweeney, it's so awesome to see you. My man, Sweeney Dunstan in the house. You are the man, the myth, the legend. Brian, good to see you. This is the biggest killer of your audience retention. Hey, guys, see you later. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for reading. Bye-bye. You can do this with your blogs, too. A meaningful redirect, a meaningful, intentional redirection of your audience's attention. We are all in the attention business and retaining that attention is what this is all about. I'm giving you the biggest mistakes I've ever made, how to avoid them, and also all the best strategies on how to really increase your audience retention overall and tactically and specifically. By the way, if you're watching or listening to this on the replay, I'd love to hear from you. What are your, and live viewers too, what are your best tactics? I would love to hear from you. What are your, leave them in the comments. What's your top three tips for audience retention? What's something that stuck with you that somebody taught you or you heard somewhere? I was like, man, that is an amazing, amazing piece of knowledge and information on increasing audience and getting better audience retention. I want you to leave that in the comments. I love hearing from you guys. I respond to all the comments personally. What I just said right there is another tactic concrete. These are not gimmicks. I don't want to, I mean, tactic almost sounds, um, I don't mean to say tactic as in like, uh, you know, it's, it's gimmicky. None of this stuff is gimmicky. All of this stuff is anchored in reality. I really pride our Nez Nation Creator Economy podcast show and our whole channel on the fact that everything I give you comes from a full-time content creator, comes from a full-time business owner, comes from somebody who eats, sleeps, and breathes the creator economy every single minute of the day. Literally, I'm not even joking, every single minute of the day. What you want to do at the end of your video, at the end of your video podcast, at the end of your live stream, at the end of your blog is have a meaningful redirect. I'm going to give you an example. So this show is about audience retention. 
Why is audience retention important? Because the more you retain the viewers, the more you get increased growth for your channel, your brand, your business, and the algorithm is your best friend. And if you if you have the algorithm as your best friend, um, the sky's the limit, right? That's what every content creator wants. Every content creator wants to befriend the algorithm, right? So at the end, so if this show is about audience retention. And the purpose of audience retention is to grow, make more money, et cetera. At the end of this, instead of saying, hey, thank you guys for watching. See you later. Okay. At the end of this show, a better way to end it is instead of seeing that huge drop off on your retention graph, when you actually let the viewer, listener, reader know that it's goodbye, hasta la pasta. You say, hey, guys, I want to share with you. If you really got, here's an example. I'm going to do it right now in real time. If you guys got a ton out of this show about audience retention, about increasing your audience, getting better audience retention, which leads to so many other opportunities, I've got an entire video all about how to use that and utilize that audience retention so you can actually, you know, do something with it and, and create a compelling offer and monetize and increase your income streams in many different variables. If you got a lot out of this one, you definitely have to go check that out. Go watch that right now. I'll see you over there. You notice what I said at the very end? I, this is so good. This is so good. If you're getting value from this, give me a hashtag yeah in the chat. Don't say even goodbye. Do you notice what the last thing I said there? Don't say goodbye. Don't even say see you later. What did I just say right there? I said, I'll see you over there. If you got a lot of value from X, you got to go check out YZ. I'll see you over there. You know, it's not, you're not saying goodbye. Never say goodbye. Never say see you later. Never let the viewer know that things are coming to an end. The only way you can really learn this is if you actually create content every day like I do. I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be every day, but I'm saying the only way you'll know this is experiential wisdom. It's not about you guys. It's about the viewer, the listener, the audience. It's not about you. In honor of Martin Luther King Jr. Day, I want to read this quote. In honor of, of Martin Luther King, J, uh, King Day, I want, to, I, want to, uh, uh, I want to share this quote that I found on Twitter today. That was so awesome. Check this out. Check this quote out from Martin Luther King Jr. Life's most persistent. This is a quote from MLK. Life's most persistent and urgent question is. This is a big shout out to the Costa Mesa Police Department for tweeting this. Let me let me say it from this top. Life's most persistent and urgent question is: what are you doing? for others. A life of service is a life of purpose. And that goes for everything you do in life, not just content, not just business. I mean, literally everything in life is all about service. For you young cats out there, you might be thinking to yourself, service? What am I, a bartender? What am I, a valet? Not that there's anything wrong with that. I was a bartender in my 20s. Just think about this. If you're doing things for yourself, if it's all about me, 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 how many, here's a better way of looking at it. How many of you have been around somebody? Let me know in the comments. Let me know in the chat. How many of you have been around somebody who turned everything 
every conversation, every scenario, every waking minute that you're around them, they made it all about themselves. How many people have been around somebody like that? It could be a family member. It could be a friend. It could be a coworker. It could be a colleague, spouse, kid, whatever, relative, stranger. I don't know. How many people have been around somebody who, who literally everything, everything that happens, everything that comes up, everything that arises, let's say you even go to them for some advice. You're like, Hey, I want to talk to you about something. They somehow turn it around and make it all about them. If you answered yes, that you've been around somebody like that, what I want you to do is now think, how did it make you feel? This is so important when it comes to audience retention. Thank you so much, Sweeney. Sweeney says, my man's dropping the gems today. Hello. You best believe it. It's the Creator Economy Podcast Show. It's the greatest time to be alive. It's the greatest time to be a content creator, especially if you're under, I mean, my age, I'm, I'm 46 now, almost 50. I just turned 46. I mean, holy macadamia nut. I feel like I'm in the prime of my life. I've got, I've got a full-time, two multiple online businesses, full-time online businesses. I've got a family. I got kids. I got a wife. I got a mortgage. If you're young and you don't have all those uh, uh, responsibilities and strings, you're the luckiest SOB on planet Earth. That's a capital F-A-C-T fact. Sorry, I had to take a sip of water. Life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? How did that make you feel? How did that make you feel? I guarantee you that didn't make you feel great. I guarantee you that didn't make... Oh, thank you so much, Anthony. Yeah, right. I, I, I would give anything to be 37 again. Um, you want better audience retention? You got to make it about them, which leads to my second biggest mistake. So the first mistake is don't ever let the viewer, listener, don't ever let the reader know that it's hasta la pasta time, that, that the video is over, the content is over. Whatever medium it is, it could be short form, live, it could be blog, it could be podcast, whatever it is. Don't let them know it's over. Meaningful, intentional redirect to something relative. And you can create a series too. Series do really, really well. A part one, two, three, four, five, like a, you know, there's a reason why television, there's a reason why Netflix, these mini series, which relates to the concept of bingeable content. How many times have you binge watched Netflix and you look up at the clock and it's Thursday. I know I've been there. How many of you have done that? Let me know in the comments. Let me know in the comments if you've ever done that. You've binge watched Hulu or Netflix or whatever. Next thing you know, it's like Thursday. And it was Tuesday for crying out loud. That is what you want to create. You want to create that bingeable. You want to create that session time, that watch time, that retention, because here's YouTube, here's TikTok, here's Facebook, here's LinkedIn, here is Instagram. They're going to go, holy mackerel. Well, Anthony created a piece of content that kept the viewer on the platform. They watched a whole 10 videos on his channel, which by the way, in your analytics is called average view per viewer. A lot of you don't know what that is. Look that up in your analytics. Average view per viewer is a very important underrated metric. 
And this relates to all platforms. I mean, YouTube is kind of the king of a video and the king of content. I, I think it's the king of content right now. Um, obviously, there's a lot of other amazing platforms. TikTok is like right up there. Instagram, of course. Um, but YouTube's the king. Okay. And I always look at YouTube as the sort of the, the compass. Average view per viewer, which it, 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 in, in layman's terms and simplified terms just means that did they stay and watch more than one piece of content, watch more video podcasts, watch more video, watch more than one, read more than one blog, whatever it is. Um, having that number be like two, three, four, the algorithm platforms absolutely love that. So the more you can retain them with these strategies, tips, the more you can really create an engaged community that wants to stick with you, that wants to hang with you. And there's all these little tips and strategies that we're sharing today to increase that. That is when the algorithm loves you. And when the algorithm loves you and says, man, Sweeney kept this viewer on for three hours. They watched four or five of his live streams. Man, La Diosa kept the, the, the listener on for, you know, uh, two or three shows, kept them on the platform. We were able to show them ads, way more ads than channel X or channel B or whatever. That's when the algorithm loves you. And when the algorithm loves you, more Monet, more ability to do what you love, more growth for your content, content is king, whatever the purpose of that content is, whether it's to increase leads, get more views, get more clients, get more customers, brand awareness, thought leadership, whatever the purpose of that content is, the algorithm is going to give you all the love. And we want love from the algorithm. Give me a love from the algorithm. Give me a, we want love from the algorithm in the chat right now. That's what we want. That's what we want. And so here's the next tip. Biggest, biggest mistake. Biggest, biggest mistake. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to also talk about some kind of macro stuff, but I want to get really detailed. And I also want to take your questions. Here's the big, another huge mistake. Creating content for eight plus, 10 plus years, decades, really. If you think about all the other things I did before YouTube and before Facebook, I'm telling you right now. Thank you, Sweeney. It's awesome to see you, brother. I hope to see you more and more. Have a great day at work, brother. Love you, man. Um, another amazing tip that will help you increase audience retention that I learned the hard way. How many times have you seen this? Let me know in the comments. Thank you, AL. How many times have you seen this? Hey guys, thank you for clicking on this video. Before we get into it, I just want to say, if you like this and this and this, make sure you hit that follow button, make sure you click subscribe and make sure you kick the bell notification so you don't miss anything. We're putting out this and we're putting out this and me, 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 me. How many times have you seen that in the first 30 seconds of a video that you clicked on? Because I'm going to tell you right now, audience retention and I got this from, I told you I was going to give you advice from experts. People have been doing this way longer than me too. This goes out to a big shout out to an awesome channel, okay, that uh, I met at a conference and he was super, super helpful. Um, and, and, and I just, you know, I want to say probably a lot of you guys have never even heard of him, but he has a channel where he basically shows other people's influence and, and he's kind of like a, uh, 
a mixer. Like he's a, he's a mixologist. He's a DJ and he shows a lot of different channels um, from, you know, other, other influencers and other motivational speakers. And he told me this, and this was absolutely fantastic. He said, he said, Naz, the most important metric, if you want your view, more views of growth on your channel is the first 30 seconds. If you get 70% or more retention, the first 30 seconds is everything. And by the way, when I was a professor teaching at the university, and I still teach part-time, but I don't teach anywhere near as much as I do, I was teaching writing classes and business writing classes. The first two, three sentences is everything. This is also known in the video marketing world as the hook, right? Um, this is how you hook them in. You want to hook them in, hook the audience in, and then you want to deliver the goods. You got to deliver the goods like immediately. So if you've clicked on a video, let's say you want to learn how to, um, you know, how to, how to replace a flat tire. If I go and search on YouTube, how to replace a flat tire and I get somebody for the first 45, sometimes it's a minute, two minutes talking about their, their family, talking about their kids, talking about, make sure you hit subscribe, make sure you hit like, make sure you follow us. Hey, you know, we also do this. And by the way, in the comments, in the description, if they've literally just made it me, me, I made this mistake, guys. I made this huge mistake. Where in the first 30 seconds, I would even put an ad when I, you know, I, I got in the YouTube partner program eight years, 10 years ago. I would even put an ad in the first, cause I'm, oh, well, I should put an ad early. That way I can make the most money. Huge mistake. I wasn't thinking long-term. These are mistakes that you need to make, by the way, sometimes. Okay. You sometimes need to learn the hard way. I'm hoping you avoid all the mistakes I made so you can learn from this because I learned from people just like me who shared their biggest mistakes when they first started out. If they click on your video, if I watch, if I click on a video that says how to change a flat tire, I want the, I want to know right away. I don't want to hear about your special 50% off, uh, you know, a, a toolkit that you're running at your, at your, at your, or towing whatever service. I don't want to hear about that. I don't want to hear about how you're a five-star uh, towing company or, or auto uh, um, repair body shop company. I don't want to hear that. I clicked on the video because it's about me. I'm thinking I was myself as the viewer. I clicked on the video because it's about me. I want answers to my questions fast. I need to know the info fast. Then if I really, because first of all, asking for likes, subscribers, follows, asking them to buy your course or buy your special 50% off book or whatever in the first minute, 30 seconds of your video, your blog, your video podcast, etc. That's like going up to somebody that you meet a stranger at a bar and saying, Hey, here's the key to my hotel room. Let's go. Like, wait a minute. I don't even know who you are yet. I haven't even met you yet. I'm a brand new viewer. I'm not even sure if I like you yet. You haven't earned that follow. You haven't earned that subscribe. You haven't earned my trust to possibly purchase your product or service. Does that make sense, you guys? This is so important. I know we all need to make money. I know we all need to sustain ourselves. I know in this, especially in this economy, 
it's absolutely imperative that we uh, make sure that we're financially secure and that we have income streams that afford us the ability to do what we love. I totally get it. And there's this temptation to go after the quick money. I would say that's another huge mistake. You need to think long-term. You need to think long-term. So don't even, here's what, I, here's my tip. Don't even talk about you at all in the first 30 seconds and the first five minutes. Don't even mention that you're an author speaker. Like I am, I'm an author, I'm a speaker. Uh, you know, I, I have, I've written books. I've, I have court, you know, I'm a, I'm a, a five-star awarded podcaster, et cetera, et cetera. I don't mention any of that stuff in the beginning. I used to, when I first started out, huge mistake. Think long-term. You can do this towards the end of the content. There's nothing wrong with a strong, we call it a CTA, a call to action, maybe in the middle or the end. I don't even, I don't even think you should do it in the middle, but, but maybe towards the end. Here's the thing. The viewer, the audience, they're smart. They, 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 if they like your content, if they, if they love what you're doing, if they enjoy your personality, if they enjoy your style, if they enjoy your content, they're going to follow and subscribe. The audiences are much more sophisticated than they were not, not only 10, 12 years ago, but even four or five years ago. Everybody knows they can click on that subscribe button. Everybody knows they can click that like button. Everybody knows they can follow you. So earn, you have to earn the follow, earn the, uh, the, the, the opt-in to your, to your email list or whatever you're trying to do, whatever the purpose is, give them the goods first. And so don't, you know, the first 30 seconds are absolutely critical. The first 30 seconds, the first few sentences of your blog, the first 30 seconds of your live stream podcast, notice what I did. Go back to the replay. Start this from the beginning. Notice how I started this. I didn't say, hi, I'm Professor Nez. I'm a personal branding consultant, digital media creator for over 10 years. I'm an author. I'm a speaker. <laughs> I'm asleep. I don't care if you're all those things. Nobody cares about you. It's all about them. At least initially, everybody has a vested interest in themselves first. Then they'll care about you. So I, if I were you, if you want to increase and get better audience retention, when you start your video, get right into it. Get right into the goods. Mr. Beast is a perfect example of this. His title and his thumbnail absolutely deliver. The content delivers on the promise of his title and his thumbnail. If he says he's going to bury himself for 50 hours, the content delivers that, okay? If you say you've got five tips on how you can make a million dollars before the age of 30, don't start with, hey, by the way, I got a course. Hey, by the way, I've got a, a membership. Hey, by the way, I've got a Ferrari in the car. Hey, by the way, I've been speaking at 10 conferences. Hey, by the way, I've got certificates. I've got a degree. Nobody cares. Get into the goods. If you're a fitness channel and you say how to lose 30 pounds in less than 30 days, don't talk about your gym. Don't talk about your business. Don't talk about how long you've been an instructor. Don't do that in the first. Get into the goods. I want to know how do I lose 30 pounds in less than 30 days? I need to know the goods right away. If that makes sense, if this is powerful stuff, I want to hashtag yeah in the chat right now. I love it. Look at what Ladiosa says. It's so good to see you. Viewers want to get right into the subject. Yes. 
My man AL says, I usually say something in the middle. That's fine. I love that, AL. I love that. Thank you so much. Look at Nano. That's why I've got the best mods in the business. Thank you, Luis. Thank you, Luis. I really appreciate it. Luis says, if you're getting value, subscribe, lock. <laughs> That's right. That's absolutely right. So, so much appreciated. Now, I've got a little bumper, right? I've got a, it's called a video bumper. Okay. Now, now this is kind of, I, I, I totally respect branding elements. I totally respect intros. There's nothing wrong with that. Here's another juicy tip. Make sure it's not, a, I mean, it should be really short and fast, right? So here, I'm going to play this really quick. This is my bumper. What would happen if I took a chance? It's always hard that's my new intro right now your outro can be maybe a little bit longer i used to have we call that a bumper right so you kind of have your hook then you go to your branding bumper and then you start with the content right a lot of people and i i don't think that you have to do this but a lot of people and and, and i i think this might be a good tactic say just get rid of the bumper you don't need the bumper it depends every every brand every channel every business is different now, me as somebody who uh, really one of our largest uh, you know, businesses and one of our largest income streams is our consulting business, my bumper really uh, aligns with my branding, aligns with my purpose, right? And so one of the things that I, I always say that's really, really important is your personal brand is extremely, extremely important for, for having an online presence. Your personal brand is what people opt into. Your, your, your reputation is everything. And so, you know, having strong branding elements, um, having dynamic branding elements with, that are consistent across platforms is extremely important. But it's, it's all about quantity right now. What I'm talking about is quantity. You guys are going to laugh at this. And this wasn't even that long ago, maybe four or five years ago, three years ago, maybe. I had a bumper that was over 52 seconds long. Huh? What? Yes. I mean, I've lost my viewer. If you've got a branding uh, intro, otherwise known as a bumper, if you have a branding intro that is anywhere near, I would say, 20 to 30 seconds, you've lost your audience. They're gone. Hasta la pasta, especially in today's age of short form content taking over the psychology of audiences. The attention span is absolutely plummeting. Okay. And so if you've got an intro that my intro is about 10 seconds long, even that's too long. You should have an intro. I believe that is like eight seconds or less quick, fast. Now this is a live stream podcast show mediums different mediums okay have different um you know sort of uh intrinsic unspoken rules but i would say you know just as a general rule of thumb again what did i say in the previous tip nobody cares about you the reason they clicked the reason they said yes the reason they clicked on your article your podcast your video is because they want whatever that title and thumbnail promised if it's learn to lose 10 pounds in 10 days, I need, I want that info quick. Okay. If it's how to change a flat tire, I want that info quick. Okay. If it's, you know, uh, uh, three ways that you can um, earn more money in 2023, I want those, that info quick. Okay. If it's, I put, you know, a hundred uh, people in a room to see how long they would last. I want to see that. I, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't care about you. 
get into the content, right? So there's nothing wrong with creating branding elements to, to increase your personal brand and, 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 and increase brand awareness. Branding elements are fantastic, but it's about quantity. It's about um, uh, placement. It's about strategy. It's about distributing those branding elements in a strategic uh, fashion. Okay. So that, that doesn't decrease audience retention. That doesn't say to the audience, it's about me. Having it fast and quick, okay, increasing your ethos, that's everything. So I would say, how many people right now, let me know, replay viewers, podcast listeners, how many people have a bumper right now? Go look at the time. Go look at how long it is. How long is your intro? If it's over 10 seconds, it better be fantastic. It better be amazing, like, the, like a Steven Spielberg intro. I would say a good rule of thumb, 10 seconds or less, even four or five seconds, if you can cut that in half, the more you can cut it in half, the better, because everybody wants to get the goods. That's what they want to do. Yeah, that's right, Nano. MKBHD does have an intro, but how long is it? I guarantee you it's less than 10 seconds. It's not that long. Plus, we're kind of comparing apples to oranges. When you have a huge audience that he's been building his audience for like 15 years. I mean, this guy's been on the platform since 2009, I think. Um, you know, he uh, he is absolutely, he's earned their trust. He's earned the right to have a longer intro. But even if I was his consultant, if I was advising him, I'd say, man, you know, if you're doing an Apple iPhone review, I want the goods. I don't care about your intro. And I am pretty certain somebody fact check me on this, but I'm almost 99% positive. His intro is like, as like five seconds long. It's just a quick snap video of his, of his logo. I think um, my man, AL has a great comment here. He says, I got rid of my bumper and it made all the difference. By the way, guys in the pin comment, I have a gift for you. It's a free download, okay? This is the Creator Economy Podcast, all about helping you monetize your skills, experience, and your creativity in the creator economy. It's the greatest time to be alive. I've got a free PDF in the comments right now, 28 highly vetted, highly researched, proven ways that you can make money online today. Not tomorrow, not next week, not six months from now, proven ways, 28 of them. It's a free download. It's a very in-depth step-by-step download PDF. Go download that. It's absolutely free. It's in the pinned comment. It's in the description. Another thing too, if you're loving this, if you're getting a ton of value, like my man Luis says, I would love it if you'd become an insider. ProfessorNez.com forward slash insider. This is our VIP Nez Nation newsletter, the Creator Economy newsletter. You'll never miss another live stream, another giveaway, free information, all the best. Be in the know when it comes to the creator economy. All the best, latest, greatest breaking news and info, taking your content to the next level, taking your monetization to the next level. Dare I say, I've had a lot of people watch this show, listen to this show who have left their nine to five, and they are now full-time online business owners and content creators. I want that for you. So become an insider now. It's free. It's absolutely free. Okay. So I gave you some real juicy, juicy tips on how to retain 
your attention. Here's another one I'm going to give you. Okay. I think I gave you three or four and I, I don't, I'm not doing like a numbered list here. I'm just really going off my experience. Another thing that you can do, especially with how short form content is really dominating right now is we call this a pattern interrupt, having different angles, switching up the monotony of your live stream, of your podcast, of your video, of your blog, whatever. And, and this you can do this with blogging. Like instead of just having paragraph after paragraph, insert a video embed, insert an image that contextualizes, insert a really powerful graph or statistic, something like that, or a really interesting quote from an expert that lends their ethos to your authorship. This is called dynamic visual elements, okay? That's how you increase audience retention. You can do this with sound effects, music. Um, you can uh, uh, not only do it with sound effects and music, but you can do it with different visual and dynamic camera movements. Um, for example, you can use a different combination of close-ups, wide shots, panning, to show different angles and perspectives, use animations, graphics to add visual interest. Now, here's a, here's a cool thing, and here's a mistake I think a lot of people make. I think the master of this is the greatest content creator that ever lived is Mr. Beast, right? Jimmy Donaldson. Um, his videos, his first, I think somebody broke this down. I can't remember who it was. His videos, um, and I actually got to be honest with you, I do this a lot in my VOD content, video on demand. For my live streams and podcasts, I'm pretty much doing this. I mean, I have different visual elements. I'll bring up comments. I'll bring up, you know, my thumbnail, branding elements, et cetera, et cetera, you know, like that. I got the Creator Economy podcast up there. But, but here's something that I, I, I want to say is a huge mistake. And that is copying creators like Mr. Beast. Um, Mr. Beast has given a great model for audience retention. There is no greater king. I bet his audience retention is probably the world record for audience retention. He probably has 90% retention on all his videos. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but let me tell you. Oh, Luis just uh, Luis just confirmed for me. Luis just said, yep, his 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 bumper is super quick. Like it's not even there. MKBHD. Thank you, Luis. Thank you, Nano. I've actually noticed a couple of channels, like educational channels, try to copy Mr. B's style of massive text and all these different cuts. Oh, and yeah, I was going to get to this stat. Somebody actually analyzed Mr. B's videos and said like in the first 60 seconds, he had something like a hundred different cuts, angles, close up, etc., title, just different patterns to his content. Somebody actually, sorry, I got a little bit of a, I got a little, uh, <laughs> a little dribble came out onto the camera there. Let me just wipe it real quick. Um, somebody actually, uh, uh did a, a, a study. So that's, that's, that's a lot. So the king of audience retention, I mean, we should probably, you know, look at that as a great example. But here's a big mistake. Don't copy somebody else's style like verbatim. Be inspired by somebody, but add your uniqueness to it. So I've, I, I, there's a how-to channel. I'm not going to mention the name at all. But they have completely copied Mr. Beast. And I, I watch this and I cringe. 
because I'm like, you're teaching people how to grow on YouTube and you're basically copying Mr. Beast and like verbatim, like with the text, with the cutting, with the angles. And it's just cringy. It's just weird. I mean, it doesn't match to your personality. It doesn't match to your criteria. It doesn't match to who you are as a creator. And so um, it's one thing to be inspired. It's one thing to look to other creators um, for ways in which you can incorporate their uh, how they're succeeding. What, what are they doing that's working and incorporating that into your own content style? But the key word is your own content style. That's really, really important. Um, it's, it's important because there's, there's, there's nobody who's going to be another Mr. Beast. There's nobody who's going to be another Anthony Locke. There's nobody who's going to be another professor. Ness. Thank God. My wife would say, <laughs> but you don't have to be, that's the thing. It's really, really important that you incorporate and, and really experiment and innovate and try to find your own voice. It's extremely important to find your own voice that's how you're going to grow long. Like you can chase views, you can chase likes, you can chase followers, you can chase subscribers by copying verbatim. Yeah, short term you might win, but long term it's not. And this is a long game. There is no doubt about it. The content creation world, the creator economy, uh, building an actual business from your content, a real content business, this is this is a long game. It's a long game. It's the hardest thing I've ever been done. I've been running businesses for 30 plus years. I helped my mom with her leather shoe business, handbag business when I was 13 years old. I've been in the private sector, public sector. I've taught at universities. I still teach part-time at universities, but not even near where I used to. I am telling you right now that this is the hardest thing I've ever done. Running a content business is the hard, especially if you're not a Mr. Beast or you're not a whoever who has a team of 20, 30 editors and designers and light, you know, we're doing everything our own. If you're a blue collar content creator, give me a hashtag me in the comments right now. You do your own lighting. You do your own producing. You do your own editing. You do your own graphic design. You do your own thumbnails. You do your own copywriting. You do your own, you know, I mean, like marketing, you do your own website uh, maintenance. I mean, I do it all. My wife and I, you know, we're Amazon influencers. We've been content creators for a very, very long time. We do this all right. And so we're doing it all ourselves. I mean, once in a while, I'll have a couple of employees, like a virtual assistant, but nothing. That's it. I don't have a team of 20, 30 people running my content. Hey, Eileen, good to see you. Hello, beautiful people. It's good to see you, Eileen. How are you? Fantastic. It's so great to be here. It's so awesome to have you with us. Eileen is a fantastic live streamer, content creator. She's awesome. Make sure you go check out her channel. Good to see you, Eileen. I hope you're having a wonderful MLK Junior Day, Martin Luther King Junior Day. We shared an awesome quote from the great Martin Luther King to start the show. Happy Martin Luther King Junior Day to everybody. So good to see you. Um. So yeah, so pattern interrupts is a great way to increase just that's sort of like how many times I want to, I want to hear from you. How many times have you listened to a podcast? Let me know in the comments and you've seen that you've listened to this. How many times have you watched a video and you've seen this, or if you've read a blog and it's just straight text, no images, no links, no video embeds, no statistics, no graphs, but more importantly, check this out. How many times have you watched a video and it's literally been one angle monotone Hi, I'm Professor Nez, and today we're going to talk about audience retention. 
audience retention is it's over. You've lost them. You've lost them in less than a nanosecond. Hasta la pasta. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. You got to mix it up. Mix up your content. You got to mix up. I put a little dynamic, uh, um, interesting changes, transitions, visual, audio, whatever. You got to mix it up. It's extremely important. Using storytelling, using humor, being bold, being absolutely boldly, tenaciously, unabashedly, capital Y-O-U, you, is the absolute key to retaining your audience. If you even dare try to be somebody other than capital Y-O-U, you get squadoosh. Your audience is gone. Extremely, extremely important. So um, I, 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 I want to hear from you. I want to hear what your best tactics. I want to hear what your best tips on audience retention. And if you have any questions right now, I'm happy to take uh, any questions right now. Please uh, put a capital Q in the comments. Podcast listeners, we have a, a live questionnaire form in the description. And uh, you can uh, actually put your question in there. And who knows, I may even answer it in a short or a video or even a live stream and give you a shout out live. So fill out that questionnaire form. Also replay viewers, it's in the uh, description as well. You can fill that out or, or just leave your, your comment. I respond to all the comments personally, which leads to my next tip for audience retention. For the love of everything holy, guys, you have to think about your audience. You have to think about your community. Your community and your audience comes first. I can't tell you how many clients I've worked with, how many times I'll be scrolling Instagram, how many times I'll be scrolling TikTok, and a pretty decent high-quality content creator has responded to, here it is, here's the number, how many comments they've responded to? Settle. Zero. Big capital Z. Zero comments. I'm like, What? You haven't responded to any of the comments? Guys, you need to actually, I actually literally in my uh, calendar, I set aside time every single week to sit down personally myself, which is why I want you guys to engage. I want you to leave your tips. I want you to let me know what you think. I want you to let me know what your challenges, your problems are, because I respond to them and I even respond to them in a video sometimes. I want to hear from you, Nez Nation. I can't tell you how many content creators I've worked with, how many content creators I've seen, heard, watched, listened to that absolutely don't respond to their comments. We need retention. We need returning viewers. We need returning listeners. We need to keep them on the platform. The only way they're going to keep coming back to your content is if they feel like they're a part of your content. They feel like they're a part of your brand. They feel like they're a part of your community. It is absolutely the one of the most important aspects of audience retention is responding to your comments in a human way, not a robotic, thank you, cool, thumbs up emoji. No, it has to be meaningful. 
This takes time. This takes energy. This is hard, which is why, Nez Nation, you will succeed and they won't. Because if you're here right now, that shows to me that you're committed. If you're here right now, that shows to me that you care about growing. You care about becoming a full-time content creator. You care about monetizing in the creator economy. That shows me you're committed. They don't want to put in the work. They don't want to put in the effort. You got to respond. You got to make them feel like their question, their comment, you heard it, you listened to it, and you actually gave a meaningful, thoughtful response. Well, Nez, what's a meaningful, thoughtful response? Not a paragraph, not an essay, right? But if somebody says something like, hey, Nez, I like your tips on audience retention. Um, do you have a, uh, any idea what um, I should do? I'm a podcaster and I want to, I'm not going to just say, hey, thank you for watching. See you later, right? Or if somebody says, hey, let, let, okay, let me let me take that back. If that, that comment actually asked a question, if somebody says, hey, I really love this video. Thank you so much for the tips. I'm not just going to leave a thumbs up emoji. I'm not just going to leave a thank you. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try to keep the conversation going. So if that person says, I love this video, these tips are great. I'm not going to respond with thank you. I mean, I will respond with thank you, but I'm going to also say, this is what I'm going to say. Here's a perfect response to that comment. Hey, your video was really, really good. Thank you so much for the tips. End of comment, right? Here's a perfect response. Thank you so much for watching. I really, really appreciate that. Hey, I'm curious, which one of these tips did you think was the most helpful? Is there one in particular that you're going to implement now? I would love to hear from you. Keep that conversation going. But Nez, that requires more work. That requires more responding to comments. Of course it does. But guess what? One of the metrics that all these platforms look for is engagement. Comments is a big value add to that metric of engagement. The more engagement, the more you're able to keep the conversation going, the more your content gets pushed out to recommended and suggested, which is the top traffic sources on pretty much every platform. That's a tactic. That's a solid, concrete tactic. These are all things I learned the hard way, which is why I was so pumped. I was so excited for this show. I'm so excited. I know you're getting a ton of capital V value from this. And I want you to leave comments down below. Let me know which one of these six, seven tips that are so concrete and so juicy that I have actually... Um, we've actually been talking about for the past 58 minutes. Okay. Let me know which one hits you the most. And I want to hear from you because we have a sophisticated, awesome audience here on Nez Nation. I want to hear from you. Which one of these tips, what are your tips? I want to hear from you. What are your tips for growing and retaining retention? I want to hear from you. What are your tips? You must have some great tips. I want to hear from you. Another way that you could really keep your audience engaged is to use these kind of interactive, more interactive elements like polls, quizzes, okay, links that keep them, you know, engaged, encourage them to take action. I mean, so you can ask a viewer, for example, their opinion on a particular topic and clickable links that lead them to related content. That's huge. 
Um, that's what I'm doing right now with you. And I also use your community tab, pay it. It's see, it's all about audience. It's all about creating that community, creating that sense of trust and credibility with the viewer, with the listener, with the reader. I, I guarantee you, you ask any content creator today, you ask any content creator today, how they have been able to reach the apex of their success. And yeah, they may list a couple of things, but I guarantee you in the top two, in the top, it should be number one, but I guarantee you in the top two, in the top three, it's I create a thriving, engaged community. My audience is everything. We don't exist without you. If we don't retain your attention, we can't make money with ads. We can't make money with sponsored content. We can't make money with selling products and services. We can't make money with membership. We can't make money with affiliate marketing. We can't make money, period. If you don't have customers for your business, you can't make money. It's impossible, right? And so that's absolutely key. Yes, Eileen. Oh, I got your question, Anthony. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer your question in, in just a bit. La Diosa says responding is a big key. Oh, love it, man. Love you, Nano. Thank you so much. I've put up with you for all these years. <laughs> Thank you for all you do. That's right, Luis. You have. You absolutely. Luis goes back to Periscope days in 2015 when I was going live on Periscope and I was literally putting my phone on a phone book or a bunch of stack of encyclopedia books and just doing it in my dining room. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, sometimes I'd go to Starbucks and just go live <laughs> on my phone <laughs> because I didn't have a studio. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. You know, this was years ago, right? Seven, eight years ago. So yeah, thank you, Luis. I really appreciate it. Eileen says, I was just going to mention polls. Eileen, who's an awesome content creator, says, I often run polls on Twitter, but you can do them on YouTube live streams as well. Also, Eileen, a lot of people have been complaining about their reach and engagement, myself included, actually. Um, you know, my video reach on LinkedIn has not been as great as I'd like it to be. I'm trying to get better at that. But what I have found that is an unbelievable, and it makes total sense because it's interactive, it's immersive. Um, one of the best ways to increase your engagement on LinkedIn is to run a poll. I'm telling you right now, you, I get thousands upon thousands of impressions and it's a great way to dive deep into the psychology of, I mean, the people on LinkedIn, these are executives, professionals. These are people who really, these are the money makers. These are the decision makers um, at brands, businesses, organizations. So really um, think about running polls on LinkedIn. That is a huge, huge uh, engagement tool. Okay. On all platforms. I couldn't agree. I love running polls on Twitter. I love running polls on my community tab on YouTube. Absolutely. You can now do it on YouTube live streams. Exactly. I love that. I love that. Yes, La Diosa. You're absolutely right. Greatest takeaway. Keep audience first. Yes, that's true, Eileen. You can also see who voted. Yeah, that's also interesting. Yeah, I, I like the anonymity of Twitter, but I also love that on LinkedIn. That's a really, really great quality. Okay, let me get to Anthony's question. Anthony says, I'm working on that merch for you. Oh, you're the best, the Monet shirt. Where do I go to find graphics for the Monet shirt and such? That's a great question, uh, Anthony. Um, 
what I would say is reach out to the spread shop uh, people because they might actually come up with a cool design for you. Um, reach out to the spread shop people. And as a matter of fact, um, if you want to uh, check out our awesome Nez Nation merch, we got hats, right? We got awesome, awesome hats. We got shirts. We got, it's kind of a dirty hat. I've been wearing it for a long time. Uh, we got a lot of cool merchandise, stickers, mugs, you name it. Um, go check it out over at professornez.com forward slash merch. I also have a link if you want to start your own print on demand shop for free. Whoops. See how excited I got. I destroyed my microphone. Oh, here's another thing too that increases engagement on your live streams is don't be afraid of mistakes. Mistakes actually increase engagement. Isn't that funny? A lot of people are afraid to make any mistakes on their live streams. Hold on a second here. Let me get this pop filter on there. I apologize. Hold, please. Hold. Um, a lot of people are afraid to make mistakes on their live streams. But actually, the funny thing is, is that, uh, you know, that actually increases engagement. The more real you are, again, don't try to be Mr. Beast. Don't try to be anybody other than capital Y-O-U-U. -U. It's so, so important. Um, and it's, it's, they call it the anxiety. They call it the anxiety of influence. Uh, but I'm telling you right now, there is, uh, uh, there's nothing wrong with being inspired. There's nothing wrong. I actually tell this to clients all the time. As a matter of fact, if you hired me for a YouTube consultation, I literally will look at your niche and let's say it's the cooking niche. Okay. So as a matter of fact, I have a client right now who's, uh, looking to grow their cooking channel. They want to, they want to cook certain types of foods and, and grow their channel and show it to their audience. I literally look at the top 10 channels in that specific niche. And we analyze together. We analyze what's working well with their titles, their thumbnails, their content. How often do they post? What types of content? What's in their video? What's their first 30 seconds? Uh, how do they end their videos? How do they begin their videos? How do they engage with their community? What do their comments tell us? I mean, all of these things we look at together and we incorporate that into our strategy. Um. I love Ladiosa's comment. I use Canva a lot too. I love Canva. So you can definitely use Canva as well, Anthony, for that. So uh, highly, highly recommend that as well. Okay, it's question time. I'm going to take a few of your questions. And I hope you got a ton of value from this show on audience retention. Again, let me know in the comments what your best tips for audience retention. Let me know in the comments which one of these tips really stood out to you, which one of these tips really um, resonated with you and are something that it's something that you're going to implement today. I mean, all of the tips that we gave you are all the mistakes that I made as an early content creator and even, you know, not so early content creator back in the middle days, sort of the early middle days. Um, and I'm telling you right now, they have made all the difference in the world. Okay. They've made all the difference. So if you have any questions right now, don't forget in the pinned comment. Also, if you just go to professornez.com forward slash insider, that's our free VIP creator economy newsletter where you will get the latest and greatest, all the best news, all the current info, content, 
live streams. We do contests, giveaways. I gave away Amazon gift cards. I gave away shirts, hats, stickers. We're going to do a lot more of those. Become a Nez Nation insider. It's your sure-proof way to never miss another live stream, another giveaway, another new video, all the latest and greatest information on the creator economy. It's free. It's absolutely free. So here's the last thing I'm going to say, and I, I get your questions ready because I want to take some questions. Anything about audience retention. Remember how I said about looking at attention graphs, looking at your attention graph in your analytics page. Now, this is actually something that you can do now. You can do this on Facebook. YouTube's still the king. You can do this on Facebook. You can check out your attention graph on Facebook. You can check your retention graph on TikTok now. You can check your retention graph on Instagram now. YouTube is the king, right? Um, this is super, super important. I guarantee you, as a matter of fact, please be honest with me because I never checked it either my first four or five years being on YouTube. How many of you actually look at your... And if you don't know where that is, you go into your YouTube studio, click on analytics, click on audience, and then you can see your retention graph, your engagement graph for not only each video, but your, your best videos that have the best engagement and the best retention. It's so important to understand your analytics. It's so important to understand where the audience is dropping off. And it's super, super specific. When you look at your retention graph, not only will YouTube, if you look at my thumbnail here, this is an actual, that's an actual retention graph right there. It will actually tell you 87% of your viewers are still watching at the 32nd mark or whatever percentage of viewers are still watching at the 32nd mark. Okay. It will actually tell you. And so then let's say you've got a really low percentage of people sticking around the 30 seconds, like dropping off like only 10%, only 30% of people are sticking around. You need to go back into that video and figure out why. What am I doing in that for? Maybe I've got a 50 second bumper or maybe I've got too long of an intro or maybe I don't have a, a, an enticing encapsulating hook. That's how you can get better. Look at your analytics. Look at your retention graph. If you've got a nice flat retention graph and then it turns to a hockey stick, you know, two minutes in or three minutes in, you can actually pinpoint the exact precise moment that people started to drop off. It's super important to go look at that. And not only that, you can play that part of the video on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook, especially on YouTube. It's the best on YouTube. The analytics on YouTube are bar none. But I'd love to hear from you. How many of you people actually even look at your retention graphs in your analytics for your content? I would love, you can actually, I think, do this on certain podcasting and even live streaming third-party apps, I think. Um, don't quote me on that. But, you know, it's super, super important to know how to look at your analytics, to know what a retention graph is, to know why the first 30 seconds are the most important. Because if your first 30 seconds are above 60, 70%, there's a really good chance that video, that piece of content is going to perform extremely well long-term. 
I'm taking your questions. Let me know what are the questions that you have about anything to do with the creator economy. Um, replay viewers, podcast listeners, this is your chance. Stick around. And also, don't forget, I've got a free guide. It's a free four or five, I, I, maybe 10-page PDF. I haven't seen it in a while. 28 highly vetted, highly researched, highly analyzed ways that you can make money online today. It's a free download. Go check that out in the pinned comment, in the show notes, and in the description of this show. It is absolutely free. It's a free download. It's my gift to you. 28 different credible ways you can make money online today. Not tomorrow, not next week, not next year, today. I guarantee you 79% of them, I don't know why I said 79. <laughs> I guarantee you a good amount of them you've probably never even heard of. You know, you don't know what you don't know. It's free for crying out loud. Go download it now. It's absolutely free. Uh, Luis says, I have a strategy for short. Sure, share it, brother. Absolutely. We'd love to hear it. Also, don't forget too. Um, so some of you guys like to go even deeper. And I love that about you guys. Some of you guys actually like to go even deeper. So some of you might not even know this, but we actually have our very own online academy, beyondtheboxacademy.com. It's on the ticket table right there. These are multiple award-winning five-star courses, digital courses that you can literally purchase. They're 50% off right now that you can literally purchase and learn everything, go deeper about everything that we're talking about here. We've got courses on building your brand, making money with your brand, uh, uh, mindset. We've got uh, communications courses. We got everything you need. We got a brand new YouTube course that we're going to put out very, very soon. Go check out beyondtheboxacademy.com. Uh, it is absolutely phenomenal. And they're all taught by yours truly. Moi, Professor Nez. I'm not just some online dude. I actually have been teaching for over three decades. So I think I have a little more panache, a little more... Um, credibility to teach these things. And most people, I truly believe that at least I do. Um, Luis says, yeah, that's a good one. How to use your phone tips and tricks. Fantastic. La Diosa says Nez insider here. I absolutely love it. So do you have any questions at all? Let me know in the comments. If you have any questions, replay viewers, podcast listeners, let me know if you have any questions at all about how to monetize in the greater economy. Where should I start? What do I do? What is this? What is that? How do I get better retention? How do I get better thumbnails? How do I, where do I even start? What platform is good for me? What are the different revenue streams that are easiest to start? Whatever it is, this is your chance going once, going twice. Come on, y'all. Who's got some questions for me? I'm ready to take your questions. We also have a huge playlist, guys. We have a huge playlist that I want you to go check out. I mean, this is, it's literally like a free creator economy university. It's like a free step-by-step -step universe. It's like a free business school. Our creator economy playlist, business branding playlist right here on YouTube if you go check that out, okay, go to youtube.com forward slash Professor Nez. We have hundreds. I mean, you don't have to watch all of them, but we've got hundreds of videos, hundreds of masterclasses. 
everything from what are the top trends every content creator needs to know, my different passive income streams, how to and how to implement them, how to create more content consistently, how to know who you're creating content for, how to start and grow your online business. It's all free for crying out loud. Go to youtube.com forward slash Professor Nez or just go on your YouTube app and search Professor Nez and you'll see all this stuff. You gotta go check that out. I love every single one of you, Nez Nation. It's a brand new year. We got a brand new refresh. We got a brand new look. I hope you got a ton of great help from this show today. If you have, make sure you tap that thumbs up. Super thanks are appreciated. You can leave us a, a, a donation. That would be really, really appreciated. All proceeds go back into the channel so we can keep creating free content for you. Super chats, super stickers are highly, highly appreciated. I absolutely love each and every one of you. And I hope to see you next time. Go check out that other playlist. Go check out the next videos coming up on the screen right now. It's your boy, Professor Nez. I love you all. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. Oh.